0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy web show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with the host of the longest-running pet podcast on the planet. I'll tell you all about her and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors.
2: Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food.
0: Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com, dot com, c a t t r e e t r a y. dot com. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host Isabel Alvarez-Rada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a pet parent, a pet behavior expert, a cat and dog person. She's a best-selling author, a master-certified pet first aid and CPR instructor. She's founder of Pet First Aid for You, which we'll talk about a little bit more in this episode. She's the host of Oh Behave on Pet Life Radio. Again, the longest-running pet podcast since 2007, 14 years, longer than any other pet podcast in the world. She's a columnist for Dogster and Catster magazines, host of Meowie Hour, presented by the Cat Fanciers Association. She's a pet industry leader since 1999, and she's a licensed bartender, which is why she's my first guest for episode one, season Too because how else can we start off this season but with a guest who's also a licensed bartender? She's originally from Crown Point, Indiana, currently lives in Dallas, Texas. She's wife to Julia, Cat Ma, to wait for it, pet safety cat Casey, Rusty the performer, Mikey, and one eyed Mort, who I hear is a grumpy pirate. She's Dogma to pet safety dog Kona, whom I adore, and her sweetest new addition, a pandemic pup named Emma, because she's such a Gemma. And she, now it's my turn to introduce her, she's America's pet health and safety coach, Arden Moore. Welcome, Arden. Woo! I should say pause up and cheers. Cheers to having you on the show and imbibing together from afar. Yeah, Isabel, thank you. Thank you. So I like to start this show with a drinking game for all of our audience to participate in. So anybody participating in our drinking game today, anybody participating in our drinking game today, anytime you hear this word, the secret word is Kona, make sure you take a drink of whatever you're enjoying, but please be sure you're over 21 to join us and never drink and drive. It's important to always drink responsibly. What
2: are you drinking tonight? Arden? I have made a bourbon ready for the first pun of the show. Mujito. Mujitos. Ooh, I love a
1: mojito, and now when you add the cat uh, flair to it, yeah, you replace
2: the rum man with the bourbon. Very nice. Is there any catnip in there that makes it a mujito? If I did, um, all the cats would be sticking their <laughs> nose in this right now. So, for safety reasons, I know they're probably 21 in human years. No,
1: no catnip today well i'm having and this is why i'm having a hard time speaking after taking that drink i'm having a lemon drop martini which is a little tart Toast, cheers, cheers, ching, ching, like my uh, toddler likes to say. So this is uh, a little bit tart, a little bit sweet, and uh, it's delicious. So uh, cheers to you. Thank you for being on the show. And I also want to toast to Mark Winter, our executive yes. producer, who's joining us today. Mark, is my here. radio I'm husband. Yeah.
0: No, wait, I've got... I was trying to decide between having Chardonnay or Cat Bernay <laughs> Sauvignon, but I ultimately decided on a mango, wait for it, Pit Bellini. Ooh, I love it. I like it,
1: Mark. Mark. So apparently, Mark told me this before we started recording, that he has been doing this, Pet Life Radio, executive producer for Pet Life Radio, for 14 years, and he's never been a guest on the show. So we are going to have him as a guest on one of our shows, like a proper guest start to finish Mark Winter, executive producer.
2: of I like that. I like that. He, he's the genius. We call him the, what do I call (laughs) you now? The surgeon of sound,
0: the wizard
2: wizard of pause, the
1: one only Mark Winter. He is awesome. And the most patient man I've probably ever worked with in my life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's put up with me for 14 years. That's a big statement.
1: With all of us and our technology woes. Well, before we go any further and speak about your relationship, because I am going to get into that and how you guys started working together and how Behave came to be, I want to play a game with you because that's how okay. I introduce the show all the time. This is a game that I've planned to have you play since I came up with the idea for this show. Wow. Yeah. I always knew you were going to be a guest and I always knew we were going to play this because I know you're a licensed bartender. So this is called, What Are They Having? Okay. Oh. Oh, great. (laughs) What are they having? I want you to tell me a drink or cocktail. It could be beer, a cocktail, wine, that you'd be serving these humans based on their preference for pets. Okay. Okay. So I have a list here. According to Southern Living Magazine, it's the most popular dog breeds of 2021. So I'm going to read 10 dog breeds and you're going to tell me what their pet parents are ordering at Ard's Den. (laughs) Okay. All right. And this is a timed game. So you have to go quick, quick, quick. All right. All right. You ready? Shoot. What are they having? The pet parent of a Labrador retriever.
2: They're having a rum and coke. Mm, I like it. How about the pet parent of a German shepherd? Ooh, that's got to have Jagermeister in it. Jagermeister. <laughs> Just straight up drink it, baby. You're a dog. You're a big dog. A straight shot of Jaeger. I love it. All right. How about a golden retriever parent? A golden retriever parent needs something probably like a peach bellini. Because they're very I love sweet. It. Yes, I love
1: that. Frenchy parents.
2: Frenchy parents. I would say they're kind of sophisticated. So they need to have champagne, maybe with a little bit of cranberry in it or something, but it's gotta be champagne. You gotta have bubbles. You got the from paris champagne's got to be in it perfect how about a bulldog parent oh bulldog well those are usually good shooters you know so i would say either like sorry sex on the beach or well i can't remember the name but yeah bulldogs need shots
1: oh shots 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 shots. okay poodle parents
2: oh i thought you just said poodle no oh i thought the first one was a poodle no the The labrador retriever no oh Okay. Have, I, uh, have we started drinking, well, I was started I said
1: drinking ch- too much yet?
2: <laughs> I said champagne because it was a poodle. Frenchy. Frenchy. Oh, that was a French French bulldog. bulldog. Oh. Yes. So the French bulldog and the poodle both like to have things that are legit. So the only place that you can call champagne is from France. So it's got to be a drink with champagne. So for um, the poodle, I would say, oh my gosh, they make almond champagne have you ever had it no oh it's really that
1: sounds like a sacrilege to me because i'm kind of a poodle person and i like a vuv as you can tell okay okay (laughs) i'm kind of a poodle person i do love a poodle i don't own any but i do love them how about a beagle person
2: oh beagle i hear (laughs) you something messy
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
2: it's got to be um a jello shot or something like that that you take time and you have to make it, and it's you make a mess, and yeah. you and your beagle go, woo-hoo-hoo! good! Something <laughs> that you
1: don't want anybody watching you take, correct? Right. All right, how about the next one, a Rottweiler
2: oh, owner? Rottweiler. They're manly. I would say a Guinness. Yeah, Guinness.
1: Okay, okay. How about a German short hair pointer person?
2: Hmm. It's gotta be something with black and white, so I would say you need to have something with coffee, like uh, a nice coffee liqueur with a nice, what's a nice good white topper. You could do a little whipped cream with a little coffee, nice coffee liqueur. So you've got the the black and white.
1: Okay. That's actually kind of like what I'm having today when we take our shot today. Uh,
2: How about a Corgi parent? I say Corgis are a cross between Robin Williams and the three Stooges. So you you better have a drink that is really 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 good. So I'm going to do the one that I'm going to do a shot on and that's a flaming Dr Pepper because only corgis can be trusted with flame shooters. They're that brilliant.
1: Wow, that's a big statement there. That's a I big I had a
2: corgi. Big... <laughs> I had a corgi. You had me a corgi. I had a, a Pembroke named Jazz and he was smarter than me, but I could out drink him.
1: All right, so my sister and my mom were involved when I was coming up with this game, and they're schnauzer people. And even though schnauzers, surprisingly, don't make the top 10 most popular dog breed a list, my mom and my sister want to know what you think they're having. A schnauzer.
2: They're kind of yappy. Mm-hmm. I would say I made a drink that's uh, got ready for it. Silver tequila, Cointreau, simple syrup, pineapple juice, and avocado Name it what you will, Schnauzer fans, but it's avocado this world, like out of this world. Uh,
1: you know what? My sister and my mom would love that because you <laughs> had them at Quantro. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Very good. That's our game to start. But I want you to tell me about yourself now. So you from what I hear and because I've been on your show and you did like a ton of research on me and I don't know how you found out about all these things about me. So I hear you were an investigative reporter at some point in your career. And now you're like one of the top pet experts in the country. So how did you make a transition from
2: investigative reporter to Arden Moore? I guess that would be a dog leg, right? If you uh, were doing sports terms. Well, I was a reporter for 20 years, both as a reporter and an editor. I thought that's all I was going to do. I loved it. I loved it. And I spent most of my time at a major daily in South Florida called the Sun Sentinel, which has won a Pulitzer after I left. And I covered a lot of different things. And I learned journalism, learned how to interview different types of people. And the best advice I ever got was from my editor who said, Arden, if your mother tells you she loves you, check it out. So it was really good advice because you don't take things for granted. You just don't be lazy when you're Dr. Google isn't always accurate. And I really loved what I was doing, but I saw the writing on the wall, which is I didn't see newspapers lasting a long, long time. So I made a shift before I got into the pet world and I started working in the book and magazine publishing and I worked at Rodale Press and that's known for Men's Health Prevention Magazine, all those things. And I loved it, and we started a magazine called Pets: Part of the Family. And I realized, I think I want to write about pets, but I don't want to write cutesy stories. I want to get into the health of dogs and cats, the medicine, the behavior, and all this. And uh, so in 1999, I said, "Hey, why don't I just quit the world of W2 and dive into W9 and be a self-employed?" I moved to California. And I never looked back. And since then, I now live in Texas, but I loved it because back then, and I know some of you folks are like, how old is this woman? But back then in 1999, all places like Johns Hopkins Medical Center and all these other places were paying sinful amounts of money for people like me to create like an A to Z medical dictionary online. Oh, wow. I was drawing in like, four to five figures every few months. And I thought, well, this is it. Well, now, you know, sometimes I get like $500 for an article, (laughs) but it's okay, it's okay. But the point was, I got to be on the cutting edge and it enabled me to get to hang out with stellar mentors Dr. Marty Becker, Dr. Nicholas Dodman, Alice Moon finelli I could go on and on, but Sophia Yen. And so not only did I build relationship with them as a journalist, but they also saw that I wanted to do more than just write about the lives of others. In fact, when my mom, before she passed away, she said, Arden, do me a favor, promise me you're not just going to write about other people. What do you really want to do? So you got the guilt of a dying mother. And (laughs) so I said, I really love pets and I I don't want to be a dog trainer, but I really love the behavior aspects and I love first aid. And so I feel very blessed that I'm able to not only write, hopefully speak, but also teach. And I have also been doubly blessed because I've had two sets of pet first aid team. My first was a very heavy shedding husky golden retriever named Chipper with a Turkish van mix named Zeki. So I had a dog and cat team and they've gone up to heaven now. And now I have an orange tabby named Casey, who's like a feline George Clooney mm-hmm. and my terrier mix Kona, ice cream Kona. So I wouldn't be where I am without my mother's advice. See, if your mother tells you she loves you, check it out. If your mother tells you don't just write about others, do that. And I've been blessed to be able to be with mentors and also with great pets. That is so awesome.
1: So you're also a visionary because you started a podcast before podcasting was like uh, what it is today, certainly. Yeah. And uh, you obviously met another visionary, Mark Winter, the uh, executive producer of, of Pet Life Radio. So how, first of all, how did you two meet to start this Prison. endeavor?
2: No, am just kidding. <laughs>
1: How did you meet? And then what was it like
2: doing a podcast in 2007? Okay, here we go. Ring, ring. Hi, this is Arden. You don't know me, but my name's Mark Winter, and I'm going to start a pet podcast network called Pet Life Radio. Oh, a radio show. And I would love you to host the show. I'm like, who the hell is <laughs> Mark Winner? And why is? how did he get my number? So how did you get her number, Mark?
0: I don't know if I got her number. I wanted to start... Pet Life Radio, the radio network. And I Googled pet experts and two of them came up on the top and one of them we won't talk about. And the other one was, was Arden and she had a picture kind of looked like she was on a soup can in her, uh, in her, in her portrait. So I said, well, she looks like she's fun. So I, I, I think I might've just emailed her rather than uh, called. I don't know if I called, maybe I did. I don't remember.
2: Well, you did a call. You did. Maybe you did an email first, but I heard your, your radio <laughs> voice. And, uh, I thought, well, what the heck? And, and I have to give kudos to Mark. He is the capital V and visionary because he has now made this a large, large, uh, radio network, including getting great people like you on as host Isabel. And we started humbly with Skype, which we thought was here. I'm going to shout out to people older than me. It was the bee's knees and, um, but, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad not to be on Skype anymore. We always had to do a prayer, right, Mark? Like, please do your <laughs> Skype, God. Please let this come
0: through. Especially back then, the ge- guests were on the phone because nobody even heard of Skype. I had my hosts on Skype, but you never knew if Skype was going <laughs> to drop, you know, 10 times during a show.
1: Yes. Or if your guests were going to have good internet connection back in the right.
2: day. Internet back then. Yeah. 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 Oh so, my gosh. but you know what? You always have to have a plan B, a plan C, and a sense of humor. And I will say I can be my complete self with my radio husband. We're not married. Um, <laughs> Rona, no problem here. Um, but I just feel like we problem solve together. And, and that's kind of nice. And you see teams, people working together for many, many years. And I think it's because we're willing to give it a try and there's not a lot of ego between the two of us.
0: When we first started and we were trying to name the show, both of us first were going to oh, call yeah. it Bipetual. <laughs> Eventually we uh, we called it O-Behave, but uh, that original name for the show.
2: Yeah, cuz then <laughs> we were worried that people were thinking that I'm doing dogs and cats too and I'm like Right, no, we don't want to put that out there. Yes, no, of course. My pets are neutered. <laughs> but uh, no, the the we thought about it and uh, we thought, well, I really want to talk about how do we get along with our dogs and cats. And that has a lot to do with behavior, both ours and our pets. And we didn't want to be limited to what we were doing. We wanted to be able to interview celebrities. We wanted to interview big people in the pet world, but we also wanted to interview ordinary people doing possum things for pets. And I think we stuck to that script.
1: That is awesome. Well, I guess you're the longest-running uh, podcast on Pet Life Radio, and I think and I just I'm, turned ninety. Just kidding. And you just turned ninety. And I, my show is the newest show, I think, on Pet yep. Life Radio. So I want to propose a toast before we go to our commercial break. I want us to take a shot. Oh, but first Arden is going to prepare a shot for us, and let's go ahead and do that,
2: Arden. And you can take us into the uh, break. All right, so this is called, a lot of folks know it, it's called a Flaming Dr. Pepper. So you do need to have a nice little flame gun. So, okay, okay, so it's, ooh. Ooh, uh, ooh, Light off. Oh, can you see the flame? Oh, it's yeah, baby. I can. Here we go. All right. For this, ladies and gent, get a nice, pretty shot glass, and you want to put two-thirds of the shot glass with amaretto. For all you Dr. Pepper fans, you're going to find out that there's absolutely no Dr. Pepper, but the chemicals of putting amaretto with 151 rum will make it taste like an adult Dr. Pepper. So I'm adding the 151 rum, praying I don't burn down my backyard. Casey, take cover.
0: need a Dalmatian in there, I think. Okay, let's see.
2: All right, here we go. (laughs) Here, I don't know if you can see it. You know what I'm going to do? Watch this. Look at the. Hi, Emma and Kona back there. We see you. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. There's the <gasps> flame. I see it. I see it.
1: Someone make a wish. All right. Let us now, toast. Let us toast to Pet Life Radio. All right. Cheers. Cheers to all the good shows up ahead. Mm, better than any Dr. Pepper I've ever had. I'm having a little bit of an espresso. I, I call it a pick me up. It's Equal parts espresso, equal parts French vanilla Kalua, chilled, Ooh. and uh, it'll make me do the zoomies here soon. So we will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. covered in pet hair. I'm your host, Isabel alvarez Arada, and today I am interviewing Arden Moore, the Arden Moore, who if you have ever met her at any conference or class that she hosts or she teaches or she uh, is the keynote speaker at because she's done it all, you probably have met some of her pets. So I'm going to ask her some travel with pets questions, but first I'm going to keep digging into her experience as a licensed bartender. And this game, it's called Cat. And since we talked about dogs in the first half of the show, now we're going to talk about cats. And we're going to pretend, keyword pretend, that cats can have cocktails. Please, audience, never (laughs) never give your cats cocktails. It's not funny nor is it safe. But we're going to pretend that cats can go up to a bar and order a drink. And I'm going to give you a breed of cat. Oh great. Which I took. I actually took these breeds off of the Cat Fanciers Association website. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. I did. And I'm going to ask you what they are going to be ordering at Ard's Den. Are you ready? Yes. All right. The first one. What is a
2: Bengal cat ordering? Ooh, Bengal. You got to have something that's got orange in it. I would say. Hang on. I think I had one from last week on my show. Okay. I call it the Bengal Kitty Classic. It has brandy, orange bitters, orange juice, club soda, and an orange wedge for garnish. Ooh,
1: that sounds delicious. I'll be drinking that with them. All right, next one, a Siamese.
2: Ooh, Siamese. We would do the Flame Point Delight because Siamese cats have Flame Point, and that, you're gonna love this one. It has Kahlua, Bailey's, Grand Marnier, 151 rum. Oh my gosh,
1: that's like, I'll drink that and go straight to take a nap with the cat. Say goodnight, cat nap time. Cat nap time. All right. How about an American Shorthair?
2: Hmm. I would probably do American Shorthair. That's kind of a black and white. So I would do this drink. I called it the Tuxedo Cat, but it has cucumbers, blackberries, vodka, and tonic water. And it kind of gives like a black and white look. Yeah. Ooh, very cool. How about a Maine Coon? Ooh, Maine Coon. They're secure in their size. So I would probably give them the pink Meow Mommy Martini, which would be pink grapefruit juice, champagne or sparkling water. And let's throw in a shot of vodka because it is a Maine Coon. They're big dudes. Okay, a double shot for the Maine Coon. All right. How about a Himalayan? Oh, Himalayan. Let's see Himalayan. I would I think they're very sweet. So let's do an ice cream drink so you could get a scoop of ice cream. A cup of Guinness, a little bit of Baileys, some chocolate syrup drizzle all in a tall glass and watch your cat as you lap that drink down. <laughs> that cat's going to want to know what you're drinking. How about a Russian Blue? Ooh, Russian Blue. I would get it. I call it the Smooth Russian Blue Salute and it's a <laughs> shot. So a you shot. need you need vodka, you need lemonade and you need a lemon slice that's sugar coated. Ooh, I have a sugar-coated lemon slice on my uh, martini today. I'm a fan. How about a Sphinx cat? Sphinx. I would do the Sphinx Sonic Cocktail. Now, this is kind of getting trendy. You hear the word sonic because most people like um, gin and tonic. But now people are adding club soda. So Sonic, which is club soda with tonic water with whatever booze you want. Uh-huh. So in this case for, for them, I would give it uh, gin, club soda, and uh, tonic. Very
1: nice, a little bit of a less sweet gin tonic. I love, I love a gin tonic. And the last one, a Scottish Fold. What are they having?
2: Oh, Scottish Fold. Hmm, they're pretty boozy. Yeah, um, they gotta be, they're Scottish. They- I got, well, definitely a good scotch, maybe on the rocks with one of those really dark red cherries. So it's almost a Manhattan, but you've got to pony up for some good small batch bourbon.
1: Nice. I love a Manhattan. So I'll be joining the Scottish fold with that one as well. All right. So one of the things that I yeah, admire I most about like you, I know, I you know what? You're doing great. You're such a good sport. But one of the things that I admire about you is that you really have like a knack for traveling with your pets, your pets. Whenever I've met them, they all look at ease. They all are happy to be out and about like not all pets travel well, especially cats. So how do you make it happen? What do you do? How do you prepare
2: for that? For this? I pray very hard. Other Secondly, than that, you really need to make sure that when you're packing for a cat, especially um, you have everything like the litter box, the bags of litter, the scoop, the little broom and dustpan, maybe the feline spray known as feel away, the facial firma. Mm-hmm. Casey, my cat, I adopted as a four month old from the San Diego Humane Society, my first ginger boy. And I just took from day one, touching his paws, gradually introducing him and watching his level. So when he was hanging out with my then dog Chipper, the Husky Mix, you know, they got to be really good friends. And then I leash trained him. I trained him to be in a pet stroller. I trained him to hear a loud noise and not make a big boo about it. And he recoups quickly, which is a very good thing. You know, then in the car, they got to get him in a carrier in the car. But make it a nice carrier with a top loading and make sure that the bedding in there is like, oh, my gosh, it's like the Cadillac of cat beds. And big tip for safety, guys, for the ones that have little dogs or cats in carriers, the safest place for crash test is to move the front seat forward and put the cat carrier on the ground in the back between the front of the back of the passenger seat and the bunch. That's the stablest place. Okay, that's good to know and with Casey I t- would talk to them they read our energies so freaking out is going to freak out a cat i'm a fear free pet national speaker i have learned so much from that program and so casey's downloading my emotional state so i teach people permission to freak out later <laughs> make sure they have all their amenities be calm and confident in your movement don't do a lot of head face to face cuz that's very threatening and uh, and let them have an escape place when they need to. So at those conferences we've been to, you and I, I have a pop-up thing for Casey. It looks like a little kitty condo, but if I need to put a towel or something to drape over it to have him have a little private time, he has that, but he has his water on one side, his mini litter box on the other. And if he chooses to come out and greet, he does. And I also don't make them stay out and about and meet zillions of people nonstop. Just like us, our pets need a break. Absolutely.
1: So if, let's say that there's a pet parent out there who wants to adopt a pet right now who is going to be travel friendly. Do you have any tips on what to look for when adopting the pet to make sure that they're open to travel and more at ease?
2: Well, a lot of it is dealing with the temperament testing at the adoption day, whether it's a dog or a cat. If the person, if the dog's kind of like this, cr- you know, crouching or lip licking or panting or something, that's a cat or dog who may be scared of their own shadow. Uh, The reason I adopted Casey, which I don't know if you can see this, but he's all the way on the top. Hi, Casey. Casey, say hi to everybody. Hi, guys. Casey was because during the adoption process, he came out, he played with me. He was very outgoing and he didn't mind being held at four months. And there was a gal, it was at a pet co-adoption thing for the San Diego Humane Society. So I asked the lady that was the dog trainer, she had a Border Collie who liked cats. And then I'm like, let's test how this cat will be around dogs. So we each had our pets secured and we had somebody with treats in front of us as we walked slowly toward those treats. Casey was like, I don't see the Border Collie. I don't care about you, Border Collie. I want that treat. So having a pet that's very treat motivated and isn't really freaking out by another species, do your time up front with temperament testing, but also get your dog and your cat in classes. They have them online and in person, even kitty kindergarten. Wow. Kitty kindergarten. I love it. I'd
1: like to be a fly on the wall to
2: watch what that (laughs) looks like. (laughs) Hey, hey, I want to get really care. You hear about that stupid beagle, what they did? (laughs) That's what they do. That's, they I bet. dog smacked during kitty kindergarten. I heard that's what I heard.
1: Oh my gosh, the note passing them must happen during <laughs> kitty kindergarten. All right, so you are writing two additional books because how many books have you written? I know I have a party book that you signed for me. Yeah, yes, yeah I, you signed it for me in 2010. That was the first time I met you.
2: Yes, I actually created National Dog Party Day, yeah, and exactly. we raised money for medium to small nonprofits all over the country. And I shifted gear to first aid and safety. But yeah, I wrote a book called How to Party with Your Pup. Yes, I have that book still.
1: Well, you've written other books since you've written two kids books.
2: Oh, yeah. It's uh, these are my this is my joy. These are called A Kid's Guide to Cats and A Kid's Guide to Dogs. What really is great. They came out during COVID. So there goes the book tour. But
1: Oh, it'll come. It'll be there. It'll, it'll come soon.
2: Um, I was able to convince my publisher story. Hey, nobody's going to care about some old broad writing about dogs and cats for kids. People know that Casey, my dog, and Kona, my cat, are therapy pets. They've been to schools and they also teach first aid and all that. We got to have them have little running sidebars in here to talk to the kids. Very nice. And Very that nice. was the magic formula. And we were able, This these books came out a year ago, Isabel. They're already both in their fourth printing. That's crazy. <gasps> crazy. That's amazing. Congratulations. This is my favorite picture. I got to show you. It's on page 129 of the cat book because this little girl came up to me and said, Mommy, I love this book because this page is the best. It's a cat book. <laughs> And it says, I just left a doozy for you. Louis <laughs> might show that again because let me pin to you. <laughs> okay, this is I know I'm I'm really influencing the next generation. This is a cat butt. What does the little note say? I just left a doozy for you. <laughs> Cause I teach kids how to be poopologists. Pay attention to the poop and the pee and let your mom and dad know if things are not looking good. Mm. Or so I, I'm, t- kids are smart. I mean, they really are. You really like, are are. yours is going to be a genius. I know it.
1: My son is uh, already a poopologist. Yeah. We talk about poo a lot. And my 17 month old already picks up the dog's poos outside. Nice, nice with a poo bag let's be clear the right way the proper way she's wow. uh they, yeah, yeah we, we start them young we start them young not no, on knock on wood nobody's ever picked it up with a bear well that's not true it happened once but nobody's eaten
2: dog poo out back not okay. yet
1: let's all knock right. on wood all right so tell us about your new books that you're working on right now
2: well i feel like i'm an old lady but back in 2005 before mark and i met before podcasting, I wrote these books called, I'll show you, the dog one. These were like really chunky. They were called the dog behavior answer book and the cat behavior answer book. And they were question and answers. And I got to go on a 50 city book tour. It was really good. Well, since I did so well with these kid books, of course, timing is everything. I call my publisher and say, gee, guys, can we kind of update these Yeah, oh, boring designed Books that you know have sold 150,000 copies and the timing was right. And I and so it's gonna be the size of these books with graphics. And this is just mock-ups, but this is what the cat book is gonna look like. And I got Casey on the cover. Look at Casey. And meow, 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 we got Kona on the cover for the dog one.
1: Oh, and I see a Corgi there. Is that your Corgi?
2: No, but influenced in honor of of jazz. Yeah. So I had to do a photo shoot with my dog and cat with uh, her name is Adelie Samuel. She's a great photographer in Dallas. And we did a photo shoot with my dogs and cats. And uh, the publisher loved, loved the photo shoot. So I said, look, just like I said, with the kids in the kid books, we got to have Kona and Casey on the covers again to help sales because people know Kona and Casey And they're helping kids. Kids love them. So one of those of those pets are going to be are are my pets. And that's a great thing.
1: And are you going to put some info on traveling with pets in there so that all of us can learn from you?
2: It's already written and they're doing their little magic on the creating the design. And they're both coming out in January 2022.
1: That is amazing. Well, thank you so much. I've got to wrap it up. Otherwise, we could drink and talk all day. But I want you to tell us how our audience can learn more about you and all of your projects, including your pet first aid classes.
2: They can just go to my name, ardenmore.com, A-R-D-E-N-M-O-O-R-E. And for Vanna White fans, <laughs> this is the name of my pet first aid thing with the dot com. And go to either Instagram, Arden Knows Pets, or Facebook, Moore. And uh, I'd love to hang out and see you guys. And Isabel, I'm really proud of you. You also, you're quite a force to reckon with and a good reckon. I reckon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you very much. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show today. We'll have to do it again. And Mark, you are going to be my guest. I want to propose a toast to you, Arden, for all of the awesome education you're giving to all pet parents out there and all of the awesome things that are yet to come for you. Here's to you and everything you Touch. may it turn to gold or may it turn to bark and meow may it turn to freeze-dried treats or something very very high level
2: <laughs> hey thank you so much for inviting me on your show i know you're gonna just keep getting better and better and better and 14 years from now we'll be have back on and say i remember your first show i hope yes, so. we're gonna be at the emmys oh that'd
1: be great <laughs> Well, let's let's toast to it. Our executive producer, Mark Winter, oh, together. who's going to get that. us to the sure. Emmys. Cheers, yes. Mark, to you, Cheers, Mark. And here is to our audience. Thank you for yes. listening to us on Pet Life Radio and watching on YouTube. Here's to a life covered in pet hair, because there's no better way to live. Cheers. And you have to drink. Otherwise, it's bad luck. I did. I did. Yes. Everybody drink. Nobody needs bad luck. Good. No, All right. I've been drinking. Look at my glass. I know. I know. Let's all make sure we don't drink and drive. I guess it's pandemic times. Nobody's going anywhere, right? To learn more about Covered in Pet Hair, please visit CoveredInPetHair.com or PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.